0: Welcome to the Punks Cats, hosted by Josh Ross Baker Schultz and Jordan fighting Wasabi Kamazura. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a long time. We took a break. We are back in action. Week eight in the books, week nine coming up. Jordan, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Very good, sir. So do you feel better now after Kyler hurt you last week or you're still?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it it still hurts. (laughs) And apparently it still hurts Kyler because he's not in practice. So now I got to deal with that. Yeah, he really uh, dropped the ball for me with his nice nine point outing this week, causing my team to just falter and spit the bit against uh, Logan's team. You know, I've only had one two game winning streak this year and uh, yeah, every other, I've just been alternating wins and losses every, every other week. So it's uh, it's really hard for me to build up any momentum like this. I gotta tell you.
1: You you'll be fine. Uh, I mean, if you look at the current standings, we're we're gonna review it in in a little bit. Everything's like everyone's like close. So
0: yeah, let's talk about those those standings. I mean, Carl is just pulling away from the from the pack. He's seven and one now, just top of the leaderboard, and he's putting up points. Man, he just keeps putting up points. Uh, last week, like one hundred and thirty. You know, just always just steady Eddie up there. But but beneath him, I mean, it's just a gaggle of uh, pretty good teams, I guess. We've got uh, five teams tied at five and three, and then just one game back from that is three more teams. Wow. Which I'm a part of. The four and four crew, keeping it real down here. That's uh, the top nine are all in contention there, which is good. And, you know, even below that, I'm sure we have one three and five with the, yeah, pish. And then, uh, yeah, ouch, <laughs> my and water peddlers. I mean, I don't want to say it's over because mathematically it is not over, but kind of over. One and seven, zero and eight. It's just going to be really tough to dig out of that hole now.
1: Yeah, and we we have fourteen regular season games right before we go into playoffs. So yeah, it'll be tough.
0: Let me tell you, my schedule going into the playoffs is not very favorable. Um, so week twelve, thirteen, and fourteen, I've got the number one, the number two, and the number three teams. Like I have to face all of them. I <laughs> think right now, Ugh. it's like Carl Sweden, Sweetums, and Mister Yuck. So yeah.
1: It's, just, just one game at a time, Josh. Just one I know, game I'm at not time. looking ahead. Yeah, I don't I'm look ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, just, i got to get some wins under my belt so I can survive that and still be in the uh, playoff hunt. But uh, man. I'm...
1: A lot of things can still change. And we'll be discussing about that later on. In the last two days has just been crazy.
0: Yeah, the news is, is insane. Yeah, we've got some important matchups this week because of all these teams that are kind of clustered in the middle. We've got a couple of uh, five and three matchups. We've got John Shane versus Logan, so they're both five and three, and that's uh, number
1: three and number four.
0: Yeah, number three and four. So that's going to be important for standings. And then you got uh, Texans versus uh, Tischenberg, Sweden Sweetums. So they're both five and three as well. I guess we should see a little bit more uh, clarity after this week, is what I would think
1: yeah and of course don't forget about your matchup with Marshall because that's gonna you know one of you will be moving up to the yeah you know, to the 5 and 4
0: yeah yeah we're both 4 and 4 Marcio's on a 3 game tear I'm gonna try to put that to a stop with my uh, you know put both my losing streak and his winning streak to a, to a stop uh, in this next week uh, I just uh, I don't know I'm not feeling great about it but we'll talk about it later because I believe that's going to uh, show up later in the podcast here <laughs> Next up, let's talk the waiver wire. We've got a little bit of news to catch up on since we didn't have an episode last week. And uh, I'd like to apologize profusely to the listener base for that. I mean, I know we guys really let you down, but uh, couldn't be helped. We were just uh, too busy. And honestly, I was too depressed from my team's performance to really record anything. So I'm just now getting over it enough to, to make a go of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we can't like you know do an episode where fifty percent of the time you're like basically crying. So yeah, yeah, we decided to not go for it. Nobody wants to listen to that. No,
0: <laughs> but I, the last time we we had a, a podcast, we talked about the situation that Mahomes was in. They were they were they were picking up and dropping quarterbacks left and right. They didn't have a starter for that weekend, uh, and then so this was back like that week of October twenty third ish, and. <laughs> Mahomes wanted to pick up Matt Ryan. If you remember, he tried to coerce yeah. me into uh just making it happen, and that that wasn't gonna work. But he ended up uh paying fifty-one dollars for one Matt Ryan to to play one game as a fill-in for him. Five one. Fifty-one. Yeah, fifty-one dollars a fab. I I don't think that's money well spent. And if I remember correctly, there wasn't a single other bid for that. Is is that right? <laughs> I think that's right. So he just uh just went big and, and you know what? Uh, he, R- Matt Ryan came through for him, gave him 21 points. That's a decent outing, but you know you could have got that from half the league, I think, and and not spent anything on that streaming quarterback. But hey, you know that's uh, the heart wants what the heart wants, and he got his man. But uh, he only used him one weekend, and now now he's back to his uh, regular starter, who is Josh Allen. Because you're not going to bench Josh Allen ever. Oh yeah. Uh, and then last week we had another interesting pickup, I think, in the waiver wire. Um, $13 spent on Michael Carter. And I can't believe Michael Carter wasn't on somebody's uh, roster. I don't know how he ended up on the waiver wire, but uh, Logan got him for 13 bucks. And then Michael Carter, of course, went off this weekend for 26-something points against my team.
1: 27.7 points. <laughs>
0: okay, let's be exact then. Yeah, 27.7 yeah, yeah. Which also helped sink my team this weekend, but uh, yeah, I don't know how he ended up on the waiver wire. You got any ideas? <laughs>
1: that, that was really, uh, yeah, the move that uh, I don't know was dumb. <laughs> so, so I had like you know I, I, we were talking about that uh, last week as my apocalypse, and I didn't have anything or anyone to play at tight end because uh, you know Schultz was on by, Sergeant Schultz was on by, and of course Kill is still on IR. So you know I had to play somebody right so yeah uh, i made the wrong decision and kept my boy obj who i told you to drop (laughs) i believe i did advise (sighs) you you should drop
0: him and pick up a tight end
1: yeah it it was i think that the catch just still you know stuck on me and now he's gone from my team but he should have been the one you were right he should have been the one that i dropped instead of michael carter and i regret it and yeah it hurts
0: I mean it's not like Michael Carter had shown anything up until that point because he hadn't. He'd been pretty much a bust for the first 6-7 weeks of the season, but, you know. He's still a starting running back or sort of a starter.
1: Yeah, he he was decent to a point that uh, I felt like I'm not going to play him. <laughs> But, but after I click that drop, you know, add another tight end, of course, I added Mr. Uh, Cole Commit, and he's gone now too. But yeah, it's just...
0: You also changed your team name to Commit Me Bro, I believe. Yeah,
1: I thought it would help me. But uh, yeah, Marcia just destroyed that, my team that week. Uh, and I'm glad that we didn't have that episode last week because, yeah, we're not going to talk about it anymore, ever.
0: So OBJ remains a member of your roster... Michael Carter, now on Mega Mullet Mayhem, doing work. Um, Moving on, uh, another interesting waiver wire pickup was uh, this week, starting with this week, I guess. Uh, Allen Robinson hit the waiver wire and got picked up for $3. My How the uh, mighty have fallen. Uh, Allen Robinson was a, what, second or third round pick this year? And now he's hit the waivers and uh, available for a $3 bad bid. Uh, it's a pretty sad state of affairs for...
1: Her. $3 bid, and no one even bid for him.
0: <laughs> so that's, I didn't want him.
1: Yeah, that's how sad the situation for him is. Uh,
0: and also, we saw Marlon Mack uh, got picked up again. This is uh, the... Everybody's just hoping for Marlon Mack to get dealed, and he didn't. Uh, but uh, Bob still went ahead and spent 11 bucks on Marlon Mack, and... I guess the reasoning is that since he didn't get traded, maybe he'll get some more work in, uh, in the offense, but uh, we haven't seen much of it this year.
1: He's back in the waivers now. Oh, he's already I been think. dropped again? I think so. I, I thought I saw this morning he's been dropped again. So
0: You are correct. He was dropped for Devin Singletary. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So let me update my notes here. So, yes, Marlon Mack was $11 spent by Bob to pick him up and then immediately dropped the same day. For Devin Singletary, the Buffalo running back. All right. Well, good job, Bob. But now we need to get into the big money items. Oh, so here we go. As you may or may not know, uh, the RB1 uh, went down with a almost maybe season-ending injury that we're talking about Derek Henry. Uh, he's got a broken bone in his foot. I believe it's a metatarsal of some sort. Anyways, he's going to be out like pretty much all of the fantasy season, right? Like it's like seven or eight weeks uh, at the minimum. And so there's a gold rush of trying to pick up whoever's going to step into his place in Tennessee. And they signed Adrian Peterson, which was the big news. And so of course AP is going to be a big waiver wire pickup. I didn't predict he would be this big though. $41, $41 for one is what it costs. Uh, the tetrapimps to pick him up. Now, the second highest bid was five dollars for Adrian Peterson, because of course Adrian Peterson is like I don't know, thirty-seven years old, if I remember right. And the idea that he's going to pick up as much of a workload as as Derrick Henry had is 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 laughable. I don't think he will, and whether he'll last the rest of the season, I think is is questionable as well. What do you think about forty-one dollars for AP?
1: So so he's bidding for AP like it's 2017, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's too much money. It's uh, just too much. I, yeah, way just too a much. Lot.
0: It, but if you think that's too much, you should see what uh, J- Jeremy McNichols went for, who I had on my team like two weeks ago because I was just picking him up on a, on a lark in case Derrick Henry went <laughs> down that weekend, and then I dropped him again.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: I mean, Jeremy McNichols is kind of that third down pass receiving back. Uh, So again, he's probably not going to get the workload. It's probably just going to be a committee from hell uh, in Tennessee. Uh, But Sweden Sweetums went all the way up to $58 for Jeremy McNichols. Oh, my gosh.
1: So so are we getting another voicemail for this in the next episode? I want to hear an
0: explanation (laughs) of how he thought $58 was an appropriate bid for McNichols. How much fab does uh, Sweetums have left? Let's see. He has four dollars in fab left, so he spent everything. But f- why not just go to sixty-two dollars and 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 spend it all? I don't know. Hey,
1: hey, hey, Mark! I hope you didn't fat finger this. Yeah, maybe he meant eight
0: dollars because eight dollars would have also taken it. Oh the yeah, the next bid was seven from yeah, you. Yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, six, seven, and. $8. Eight would have won, but he went all the way up to fifty-eight just to make sure. Great. Good luck with all those moves, guys. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not one to talk. I think we're gonna have a segment later examining my uh, Fab money usage, so stay tuned for that. But geez, Louise, fifty-eight dollars for for Jeremy McNichols has got to be a record. It's the single most expensive player this year, right? Am I crazy?
1: Yeah. Yes. Because the 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 highest before this was forty-one, and now. I can't like make fun of you anymore. I hate this move.
0: No, that's not true. There was a fifty dollars for Devonte Booker. Oh
1: really? Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, for Booker. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's not good to look at all the players that go for the most money because uh, it's unless you really hit the jackpot, it's going to look silly. But you know, who knows? Maybe maybe McNichols is the man.
1: We look forward to your voicemail.
0: maybe several voicemails who knows next up speaking of derrick henry and lots of injuries uh, we have a few more injuries to discuss that have come up in the last few days injuries and outages michael thomas has announced that he is done for the season he had a setback with his foot i think and uh yeah it's just sad story for michael thomas owners
1: They've been holding out hope all year. He put it out there in uh, Twitter that he has a setback. Or I- I'm, guess- I- I'm guessing he just found out that the QB is Taysom Hill and says, I'm out.
0: Uh, you need to shut your mouth about Taysom Hill. That guy is a <laughs> stud. And he is going to perhaps lead me to victory this week if Kyler is not able to play. So let's, let's all light a candle for Taysom Hill. And I hope he's uh, ready to go. After that, uh, we also saw today that Aaron Rodgers came up in the COVID protocol because he tested positive. A little bit interesting story around this, yeah. Jordan. Uh, pre-season, when asked if he was vaccinated, Rodgers indicated that he was, and all of his actions since then have indicated that he is, like uh, not wearing a mask on the sidelines and that mm. sort of thing. But uh, the fact that he tested positive and now is unavailable until november 13th would suggest that he is unvaccinated yeah and maybe not telling the complete truth to the reporters that asked him preseason. so i don't know what to say but uh it's not cool that he's lying to people and uh it's not cool that he's not following the protocol because that's just going to put more of his teammates at risk
1: yeah I'm, i'm i wonder what the the league would you know say about this because i
0: don't expect much i expect maybe a fine and it might even not even go to him it might just go to the the Packers for not managing it correctly but yeah Uh,
1: so so basically if he's out until November 13th he's gonna miss at least two games right because one this week is out and next week they're gonna play the Seahawks so I think November 13th is like a day before the game so yeah I think two two games I mean I think
0: if you're Aaron Rodgers you can start a game that you don't practice for but, you know, like, the Packers would probably start him if he, if he gets his two negative tests before and he's eligible to play. I think they'd probably still play him that next game. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jordan Love comes in and, you know, lights the world on fire. Uh, I mean, he is a first-round pick, so... <laughs> can, can, can you imagine,
1: game. like, you know, buying a ticket to this game, the next game I'm talking about, Seahawks versus, you know, versus uh, the Packers, and you're expecting, like, Russ versus... A and then you end up with Gino versus Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like one of those memes, right? Like, uh, we have Packers and Seahawks at home, and then you said, and you know, Packers and Seahawks at home, you see Gino and Jordan Love. It's like,
0: <laughs> but Gino, you know what? Last weekend did a pretty good job. All the backup quarterbacks, you know, kind of showing out last weekend. We had Gino Smith, Mike White, of course, Cooper Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love of my life really just saving one for the cowboys giving us a stealing a win up there in minnesota but yeah i mean you know gino and uh jordan love might be a
1: a really great matchup we'll see do do you think uh rogers should be getting a fine or maybe take away his rogers rate you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I, I don't think anybody's getting the Rogers rate. The Rogers rate's going to be a really small fine, basically, and that's that's the rate he gets because nobody wants to actually like suspend him or anything. And it looks like uh, half of the Giants players and staff tested positive for COVID, so that includes Saquon Barkley, who's probably not going to be available for the next game. But I did see that one of the staff had a negative test the next day, so maybe there's mm-hmm. some false positives there. Uh, who knows? Uh, we'll know more later, but as of right now, it doesn't look like he is going to be going to be available. So plan accordingly, Saquon owners. Next up, let's talk our NFL weekend review. Let's talk some studs and duds. Jordan, who's your first
1: stud of the week? Mine would be Mike White. Who? Mike White, that dude from accounting. <laughs> 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 that is the lamest football name I've ever heard. I know, isn't wait, it? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was he was the backup of uh, Zach Wilson for the Jets. And the last game, it was his first start. And he set an NFL record with uh, 37 pass completions. So I, I, I was telling this guy, Mike White set the second highest yardage total in his first start with 406 yards, which was good for the most yardage in Week 8, right? And he posted the highest yardage total for a Jets Q- QB since Vinny Testaverdi in two. Thousand,
0: former cowboy great Vinny Testaverdi.
1: and 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 this guy in Chipotle just said, "Man, I'm just asking you if you want chicken or steak." And there's a lot of people line waiting, so I was like, "Ah, yeah, whatever, dude." So, yeah.
0: What the hell does that mean? What, am I missing <laughs> a joke?
1: What? <laughs> no, no. I was like, I, I said I was telling this guy that he said the highest. You know, but anyway, you can cut it off. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'll this, leave this it. Good.
0: I'll leave it in, and I'll just uh, I'll put some crickets after it or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you, did you see the um, somebody posted their uh, betting slip where they put a thousand dollars that Mike White would would lead the uh the week in in yardage yeah uh, for all QBs and he he turned a thousand dollar bet into like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar return. It was uh, ridiculous because of course. What are the odds that Mike White's going to lead the week in passing yards?
1: It came down to the Monday night game, and I heard it, as long as uh, one of the QBs during that game doesn't go above 406 yards, then he's going to win that money. And it turned out, yeah, he, he, he won He won that money.
0: Well, uh, my stud of the week, uh, none other than, than uh, Michael Carter. Maybe you've heard <sighs> of him again. We've, we talked a little bit about him earlier, but yeah. Guy just blew up last week. 15 for 77 yards in a TD, which is decent. But then he went or he went uh, nine receptions uh, out of uh, 14 targets, which led the team in targets. Uh, and he got 95 yards on those uh, nine receptions. I mean, it's just a, a monster week for a running back. And I guess Mike White really likes him because he targeted him. Yeah. 14 times, which is just insane. But his 27.7 points uh, just uh, was a, uh, a huge, huge blow to my team uh, this week. But
1: where's my sad trombone? Uh,
0: yeah, I got you a sad trombone right here. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, we not all our moves can be uh, winners, okay? Sometimes we drop the wrong guy. Look, I dropped Mike Gasecki in like week two, and now he's gone on to be just a, a pretty solid. Oh tight yeah,
1: end. top three tight end right now. Let's. Well, we don't have to
0: put numbers against it. Just a pretty good <laughs> tight end, okay? But if I hadn't dropped Gasecki, then I wouldn't have had to make a trade for TJ Hawkinson, which wouldn't have landed uh, AJ Brown on my roster as well. He was just killing it for me. So, you know, these things have a way of working themselves out. All right. Moving on to Duds, though, I think we have to... I I feel like this guy's been in the Duds category every week, but we're just going to keep hammering it home. But Allen Robinson, just again, just invisible on the Bears. He hasn't had more than four receptions in a game, and that was in week one. Wow. He hasn't gotten double-digit fantasy points not one time this year.
1: The season, right? No double? Yeah. Wow. And that guy
0: was, he's a WR1. He was drafted as a WR1, but just nothing on the Bears. And you know, it doesn't help that their quarterback situation has been the Red Rifle and now Justin Fields, who Justin Fields finally had a good game, but it that good game does not include anything for allen robinson unfortunately
1: so much for qb proof right
0: No, he is definitely not he uh he's he's got to one out of there I'm, i imagine he's talking to the gm every day like <laughs> you got to yeah. trade me you got to trade me but uh, it didn't happen he's still on the bears till the end of the season now and uh he's going to have to just suck it up, but yeah, he's just fifty eighth i think wide receiver in in yards uh, this season that's that's just abysmal, and you know he he's been a top twelve guy for the last feels like decade, but you know he's been around in the league, but uh this year's just not happening. feel sorry for him, I feel sorry for the bears and him, yeah,
1: maybe next year yeah maybe he'll get uh he'll be in a better situation, better q b better team, who knows yeah
0: who knows who do you have for us, dud this week?
1: So this is quite uh, surprising for me because uh, he's been balling, right? So my dad for, for this week is Emmanuel Sanders. So he had zero points. Big, fat zero. Oof, a donut. So he was actually the only player in week eight with 100-plus unrealized air yards and nothing to show for it. So it, it was crazy.
0: So all of his targets added up to over 100 yards of missed opportunity. Yes. And not a single catch, not a single anything because he got
1: zero points yeah and yeah it was just this was really surprising
0: yeah i mean i would say i'm upset about that but it, it does help my my guy stefan diggs if 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 manny sanders can just take a chill pill and but unfortunately you know it didn't um i think all that work just went over to cole beasley <laughs> and and stefan still didn't ball out for me last week but
1: yeah, so Sanders did uh, a lot of cardio that game for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of running for no for no good reason.
0: All right, moving on. We have a a few quick hits to talk about. Uh there was a really ugly situation in Vegas. Uh Henry Ruggs, their wide receiver, oh. uh got in a car crash, resulting in the death of another person, and it looked like he was uh under the influence of something, yeah. but he's been arrested. And released, as I understand it, right?
1: Yeah, but they—they they, uh, Las Vegas or I don't know the state of Nevada doesn't have any probation, so he went to prison for overnight, I think, because yeah, and yeah, it's a sad situation. DUI, uh, a death, and then not just a person, but also a dog. So, oh my gosh, I yeah, it's that. it's really sad.
0: Yeah, he was going 156 miles per hour Whew. on a public street. So, yeah. Yeah, not really much of an accident really, just kind of an inevitability. He's uh driving that fast.
1: And he was he was released by the Raiders today.
0: Yeah, that that uh-huh. makes sense. I mean, yeah. you don't The Raiders have enough issues without uh, dealing with that, but yeah, he's he's going to be going away for some time, I imagine. Um other in other news, mm-hmm. there's some weirdness regarding your uh your man OBJ this week.
1: He he's not my man anymore. I drop him.
0: Okay. But so then he's your I'm,
1: guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unfortunately.
0: <laughs> he uh he was excused from practice, which is a nice way of saying uh we will keep paying you to stay away from our team. So, yeah. What,
1: what what's going on here? So, I I saw from uh Twitter that uh even uh, Stefanski, their coach, said, informed the team that he won't be with them until the end of the season. So, but I, I also saw that they're not gonna drop him or wave him. And maybe they want to burn a, a roster spot for him just to keep him away from other teams, right? But yeah, it's not it's, a good situation.
0: Yeah, it's the Deshaun Watson, like basically,
1: treatment. basically, yep.
0: Which is, uh, yeah. There's a guy who has fallen mightily from from the peak. I think I, I've said it before, but I think he peaked with that catch against the Cowboys. Yep. In whatever year that was, 2016. When did he come into league? Was that his rookie year? Anyways, yeah, the one handed catch, and then it's all been downhill from
1: there. Um, and it, and and it started with his dad posting like a video of him, uh, you know, being open, and then. I think he posted something on Instagram about his, you know, relationship with Baker. And then I think it's just, yeah, snowballed from there.
0: Typical diva wide receiver stuff, pretty much. But then you hear the stories about him going across the field to the opponents after games and saying, come get me, come get me, like, come pick me up, you know, and I'll come play for you. Like, that's, that's not a great look.
1: Yeah, we've heard this before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh it sounds like they tried to deal him uh, before the deadline but they didn't get much much bites on that. So yeah. Uh, oh well, maybe next year we'll see him with another another team. Another chance for you to draft him early, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what time it is. It's time for our award-winning segment, the matchup yeah. of the week and jordan selfishly i i would like to make the matchup of the week this week the uh four and four battle between roster baiters and the unluckiest one uh marcio versus josh monoi mano whoever comes out of this is is vaulted up into the stratosphere of 5 and 4 and whoever loses is basically out of the running at 4 and 5 <laughs> I might be exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, Still, it's an not. important matchup for yeah, it's a
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm good with this because, uh, like you said earlier, uh, Marshall's on a three game winning streak against you, and you're basically uh, both of you are one win away from that, you know, two to six uh, <laughs> slot, right? So, right. and we have teams that are playing against each other and the, you know, having the 5-3 standing. So, yeah, this week is important. And I think this is an important game, and it's a good matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, luckily, uh, neither one of us are are too hurt with a bye week craziness. Um, I had to pick up a tight end, though, because TJ Hawkinson's on bye. So I went with the venerable CJ Uzama, who, uh, you know, who knows what that guy is. We're not really sure. We're I tried robust. to get Dan Arnold, but he got. I got outbid for Dan Arnold, who I believe was a character on uh, Roseanne.
1: <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Was it Dan yeah. <laughs> so anyway. one of the things that uh, I'm seeing here is your, and I think you you talked about this earlier was your QB K1. <laughs> so we we don't know yet what uh, his situation will be this week. Because like you said, he got hurt during that last game where he gave you like nine points. Yeah. Yeah, Kyler
0: Kyler is kind of critical to my team doing well. You know, he puts up like 35, 39 points a game. So when he uh, is not in my lineup, it's going to really, uh, really, really hurt my overall score. But luckily, I was able to pick up uh, Taysom Hill. So I feel like it's just a 1A, 1B situation <laughs> here.
1: So I have to ask you that. It's, 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 it's an interesting pick. And I think we discussed this earlier. Uh, it's between him or Jordan Love, question mark, question mark, or is that still the case?
0: I mean, I don't want to give away all my secrets. Obviously, if <laughs> if Taysom is not going to go because he's coming off an injury right now. Oh yeah, yeah. He okay. has a concussion protocol to clear. Uh, but mm-hmm. if he's not ready to go this weekend, then I have some other options I can go and get that are still available. Uh, <laughs> but Taysom's kind of the he's kind of the swag pick, I think, uh, for me. You know, I, if I need the chance of a big a big point return, I think he's the best guy to get it. Um, there are some safer options, I think, you know, the higher floor options yeah, out there. So, but
1: but he's, like, he's like an RB and a QB, right? So Exactly. He runs those uh, short yardages, you know, for touchdowns and stuff. So, yeah, you know, might be, uh, might be a good pick.
0: Of course, he's, and he's playing against Atlanta, which is, you know, easy money. Their defense is god-awful. So I'll, I'll take yeah. it. Um But uh, yeah, I mean the, the the other issue with my team is just how thin I am at at running back. I mean, I like my running backs, but I just have nobody behind them if if they go down again. Like I've already lost David Montgomery, who hopefully might be coming back soon. But at at this like, point,
1: at this point of the season, who is not?
0: <laughs> I guess, but I feel like I'm exceptionally thin. Like, there's no way in hell that Michael Carter would have been dropped off of my team, because I you you always need, you know, running back depth, but, um, (laughs) you know, I keep rostering Tony Pollard in case Zeke goes down, or, you know, that one week I had to play them both, and that didn't work out for me, so.
1: I thought about that about Harrison, I'm like, the people behind him are all bums, like, if he's gone, I'm I'm done.
0: (laughs) Oh, Najee, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have any, like, uh, a Pollard or a Madison, you know. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think my, my running backs actually match up pretty well against uh, Marcio's. He's run, he's rolling out Nick Chubb and Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty decent about that. I mean, Nick Chubb's a baller, but uh, he's still coming off that injury and, and getting back into form. So And Boston Scott, well, I mean. He had a good week last week, but that was a lot of garbage time, um, you know, run stuff. So
1: what? So what's with the running a no kicker approach like mine? Is, is this? Is this a?
0: Well, that is uh, due to my <laughs> QB and other situations. Okay. So yes, currently I do not have a kicker on my roster, but I will pick one up before Sunday.
1: All right, just so you know, guys.
0: <laughs> do not. Do not we have the situation? Me. This is not a liker situation. I have several days to pick up a kicker. You want to go roster all the kickers right now? You go right ahead. I'll pick up all your scraps that you drop.
1: But uh, uh, in terms of wide receiver, I think it's pretty even. Uh, of course, he has Cup. who is like just, just crazy, crazy good this year. I don't know why I missed this, during the draft, but uh, yeah. We are week, week nine, so that's not... You know.
0: He also has Mike Williams, who has had a couple of bad weeks. What do you yeah. think about...
1: Has uh, uh, I think Keenan Allen been taken up
0: all that slack?
1: No. So uh, the Herbert was just the last two games. Uh, even on my team, he, he wasn't scoring uh-huh. enough. So 13 and I think 17 the last game. So a lot of interceptions. So uh, yeah, it's... Getting me worried, but uh, I'm hoping he's gonna, you know, get out of that funk soon.
0: Now he's gonna roll out Travis Kelsey against uh, my CJ Uzama. So you know it's a pretty pretty close matchup there. <laughs> so,
1: if, if if we will see Kelsey like last game because I, I watched that game and well I, I don't know what's happening with KC to be honest. It's yeah. I think I think uh, Tampa Bay exposed them. During the Super Bowl, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's just a lot of turnovers too. It Seems like yeah. Mahomes is just making some really bad decisions. But yeah, yeah. But did you uh, did you notice that, that last week? But.
1: yeah, did you notice that they're not like rushing Mahomes a lot anymore? I don't know. I I think they're you know they they realize that if you send a lot of people to Mahomes, he's just gonna outrun them, and then that would leave people open. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my guess.
0: Seems to be the good recipe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, he's running out to Khalil Herbert for his uh, flex, and I've got currently A.J. Brown, uh, Flash, I guess you could say D.J. Moore. Uh, one of those two will be my flex. I'm kind of bummed about D.J. Moore lately. He started off the season really hot, but uh, Sam Darnold has just been so bad lately. There's just not a lot of points to go around. Yeah. I might have to, I mean you know, he's given me like eight to 10 points and sometimes less these last four weeks and not really cutting it for my wide receiver one or two. So I don't know. Yeah.
1: it's Darnold has been bad last couple of games. And they were saying that maybe it wasn't Gase at all. <laughs> maybe it was all Darnold. <laughs> it been. Yeah. So, so it's
0: strange. I might have to bench him. I've got Jerry Judy coming back and I've got Kadarius Tony coming back. So maybe one of those two ekes up into my lineup instead of uh dj moore until dj moore can prove to me that he's got especially this week against new england like you know new england's got a really good defense i don't expect uh the panthers to score a hell whole hell of a lot
1: and he wins the kicker position because you don't have yeah nobody in there
0: he also wins the the defense position because he's got indianapolis versus the jets although i don't know it depends on if mike white the uh, All Star plays, or if they go back to Zach Wilson yet, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that'd be strange Vegas, though. Vegas defense versus the Giants. I, it's, I don't know. I just had to pick up somebody. See. Yeah, so I don't know. Not looking good for me. I, I would not uh, pick myself to win this week. I'm gonna need some, some really good luck from my QBs and maybe some monster games from my wide receivers. I don't know.
1: I'm I'm rooting for you though because Marshall beat me last week and <laughs> I'm still bummed.
0: I'm rooting for me too, so that that makes two of us. All right. And next up, we have a new segment. I think we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, I get asked this question a lot. But uh, we're going to talk about where did my money go? Wait, where did it go, Josh? Where <laughs> did it go? Because. As you may notice, I have $0 in FAB left, and it's been si- that way for a couple weeks.
1: Since since when was it? Like week seven, I think?
0: Yeah, between week six and seven is when <laughs> I spent oh. the last of my uh, FAB money. And uh, so I thought I'd run down, you know, the list of players I've acquired. And you can be the judge as to whether I spent my money wisely or poorly. Starting off the, the year, uh, it didn't start off great for me because... Raheem Mostert went down in the first game and I was like, oh crap, there's my RB two gone. I need to scramble and get a a running back in here. And so right out of the gun, I spent 41 bucks on Elijah Mitchell, the uh, backup running back in San Francisco. Cause he had a decent game when, when Mostert went out, nobody knew anything about him really, but uh, you know, he looked pretty decent. And honestly, I think, he hasn't balled out, but he's had some good games for me. He got a little injured in, in the middle of the season, but the last two, three weeks, you know, he's putting up 16, 19 points. Um so it's been a solid RB two for me. And I, I, I'm happy to have him on my roster because otherwise there just would be no RB two on my roster.
1: Yeah. I, I thought initially, you know, when he got injured, I thought I was like, yeah, this was bad, but you know, you're right. He, he's, He's putting up some points lately, so I might kind of change my, you know, uh, my mind on that or my criticism on that a bit.
0: Yeah, you've been harping on my $41 bid for for seven weeks now. Yeah. it's okay. Mm -hmm. I understand. But, uh, you know, as we've seen recently, I mean, $41 is nothing compared to what you have to spend on Matt Ryan or Jeremy McNichols (laughs) or Adrian Peterson, apparently, so... You know? Yeah, so it's,
1: it doesn't look bad compared yeah, to those exactly. moves. So, okay. All right. I'll give you a pass, Josh.
0: In that same week, as I'm trying <laughs> to hit on a lottery pick for uh, another running back, I picked up Tony Jones Jr., who uh, was the backup for um, Kamara in New Orleans.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a flop. That's a, <laughs> that's a sad trombone for me. See? So I, you know $6? what? It's, it's $6. Yeah. The, not, not a big bid. Yeah. But I think uh, Kamara had a little bit of an injury, and I was just kind of hoping that, you know, if he was out for an extended period of time, I'd have the backup on my roster. And, and it didn't work out that way. Kamara's been healthy, and
1: it was the other way around. Yeah. Tony it, Jones
0: Jr. got <laughs> put on the IR or something after that. He <laughs> yeah. got injured
1: like, pretty quickly.
0: Uh, next week, I spent 11 bucks on Christian
1: Kirk. Where is that um, dude now? He's like the, he's, he's been everywhere in most yeah. of he's been everyone's around, roster.
0: About around our league a little bit. And, and I was just trying to tap into a little bit of that Kyler magic. You know, I wanted to have a stack with Kyler. And Kirk looked like he was going to emerge as maybe that second option to uh, DeAndre. But he seems to be now just, there's just so many weapons on that team. He's a third or fourth option. Um, AJ Green solidified. His role as the second. Uh, now it's just, you know, you can't really count on points from Kirk or the other receivers besides besides there's, Hopkins and Green.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of players that uh, Kyler has been targeting, including that rookie, right, Rondell Moore. He's also yeah, yeah. doing he's had games. great on some games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to to pick one. It's like it's like a Tampa Bay situation. You yeah. just have to like <laughs> guess <laughs> who's gonna go off this week, and yeah, hopefully, it's your player. Yeah, and then after
0: that, I was uh scrambling for a tight end since uh my initial pick of Mike Gesicki didn't work out yeah. well, didn't work nah. out quick enough for me. I, I, I bailed on him too fast, and I was just scrambling. For a tight end,
1: that's what uh, happens if they he gives you a zero in the first week. Yeah, just nothing. <laughs> like I just oh great,
0: he's not part of the game plan at all. I just <laughs> yeah, totally panicked. That's a yeah, panic I, move. I can I can't blame you on that. It's like I, I would do the same thing. It's like big fat zero. Well, and the worst part was I didn't want to draft Kasiki anyways. Like I just I didn't get a tight end that I wanted. Just to, the draft didn't come to me that way, and I ended up with him. And I didn't want him on my roster even even on draft day. So yeah. I forget who I was rolling with at tight end for those weeks uh, prior to getting Jared Cook.
1: Okay, so he uh, was the
0: first one I got. Okay, all right, all anyway. right. So, so yeah, picked up Jared Cook to replace Kasiki. That didn't work out. It only lasted three weeks before I had to then trade for T.J. Hawkinson, who has worked out okay since then. Next pick was uh, a one-dollar flyer on vikings wide receiver kj osborne who has put up a mm-hmm. you know a couple of games that have been promising and just looked like he was po- poised for a a real breakout performance but uh, it hasn't really materialized and he's no longer on my roster so a dollar no big no big deal i'll spend a dollar on any player that's yeah, fine with me just <laughs> uh next up another eleven dollar bid on Kenneth Gainwell. That was um yeah, I mean, we've seen how bad Miles Sanders has been all year. So the eleven dollars was, I believe, after a mild injury to Sanders, I thought mm-hmm. uh, you know, Gainwell had looked decent in the fourth quarter of a game. So maybe they would start incorporating him as kind of a, you know, two headed monster situation there in, in Philly. Um Again, he's had some some moments of productivity, but uh, the the Eagles just don't run the ball. They they just not unless it's uh, Jalen uh, running it. So it's you know I again not on my roster anymore. Eleven dollars wasted. Can't really defend that one too much.
1: You know what's strange though. So now that Miles Sanders is on IR, and you would think that Gainwell would be playing much more, but uh, from the last game, it was actually no. Boston Scott that yeah. the Eagles played, and Gainwell was wasn't even like used extensively. So no. it's
0: Boston it's Scott. Mind boggling. This guy's been haunting that team for feels like uh, eight years or something. I don't know. He's been around forever. Um, next up, another NFC East player I picked up. Uh, this was after the uh giants played dallas and we saw kind of the breakout of Kadarius Mm -hmm. tony looked awesome in that game like just catching balls left and right from daniel jones um he uh he had that breakout and then got injured in the same game but i still picked him up for 12 dollars that week and i'm kind of waiting for that one to hit i still got him on my roster i still think he could be something later in the season but uh he hasn't really you know, he's been kinda of banged up and hasn't had an opportunity yet. But I'm just yeah, holding out he, hope.
1: He just get gets like nicked every time, every game. Like yeah. his hand last game and it's he's not he's not catching a break so far. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. Let's see, only a couple picks left of what's left I've got fifteen dollars left in Fab and uh I spent two dollars of that on a Pittsburgh defense. Who I don't even remember how well they did, but you know, they're a decent defense, so sometimes you got to spend a dollar or two just to make sure you get the mm, defense yep. you want that week. And then, yeah, I uh blew the rest of my wad on Dearness Johnson, <laughs> the uh, which
1: he did decent, I mean, pretty well that yeah. one game. He, you know, I'm not sure what happened to him after that week though, when Chubb came back.
0: Uh, he so. did okay, you know, okay. he's um, he's kind of gonna fill that. Kareem Hunt role. He's the you know, good. Cleveland likes to run two running backs and that's fine. And that that's why I felt okay about picking him up. I mean, yeah, he scored like twenty four points that first week that I got him. And then he scored like nine and a half last week against Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh is a really good run defense and uh you know, Cleveland only put up ten points total. So the fact that he got nine fantasy points out of that game is probably pretty amazing. And and he he outscored Chubb, yeah, you know, mm. in that game. So uh this next week at Cincinnati, another kind of tough test, but um and he's got New England. But then, you know, the schedule starts to open up for him. Detroit, and Baltimore's defense hasn't been that great. You know, he's got some decent games near the end of the year. Um so I don't know. I'm going to hold on to him. Like I said, he's uh he's basically all I've got as far as a backup uh, running back at this point. That's on my bench and he might make it into the uh the flex lineup here, here and there.
1: Hmm. So that's it. That's hundred dollars. That's hundred dollars. Yep. Wow. That's all of it.
0: Wow. And, you know, so now I really get to flex my my fantasy football skills because you know, I don't <laughs> have the luxury of paying up for players. I have to find the diamonds in the rough before everybody else does.
1: <laughs> or, or or just you know just uh, information to the league. Uh, anything above zero dollars, you're outbidding Josh. Yeah. FYI. <laughs>
0: Especially all those kickers that are available. Spend a dollar <laughs> on all of them. Spend all your dollars. That's fine with me.
1: Like $15 for a kicker. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> that's that's not even uh, that crazy, right? I think we've seen that this year, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we see go for... Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that would be a good trip down memory lane. Where did my money go? Well, that's where it went. And really, the the only thing I have to show for it is Eli Mitchell, Kadarius Tony, and Dearness Johnson. So... Those three players are on my roster. The rest are no longer there.
1: All right. So just, just just so you know, guys. Yes. You may be next in this segment, so.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at you, uh, my <laughs> homies, because my homies is down to like their last $4. And uh, yeah, I think where did their money go is, is, is coming up next.
1: Uh,
0: I think that'll do it for this week, though, Jordan. I'm glad to be back on the podcast for us. Hopefully we'll keep the uh, the streak alive with another episode next week. I can't I can't promise it though.
1: Yeah, the holidays coming up too, so oof. Yeah, yep. maybe
0: make it a little rough, but we'll do our best. Uh, thanks you guys for listening. Send in those uh, voicemails. I'm sure you've got something to say about that Tischenberg. So <laughs> go ahead, leave us your worst, um, and we'll uh, see you next week. All right, it's always fun.